Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 28. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, I'd just like to say we're getting a break, my friend, till Sunday. And oh my love, God, it feels so good. <laughs> I'd love speaking to you. As I said yesterday, we're fastly approaching to 100 episodes in under sort of like nearly three months, but uh, the break will do us good, my friend. We'll be ready for the final commitment ceremony on Sunday. So anyway, Dave, <laughs> well, let's start with Harrison and Bronte and the whole breakup, the faux relationship. You know, for some reason, again, Harrison's had enough. She's not committed to him. I must admit, Dave, I was like, boo-hoo, Bronte. <laughs> I don't care. I'm done. I think you summarized it all yesterday, and I think a lot of people have been feeling like that, about like it's the same thing over and over, isn't it? It's so, it's so breaking down the fourth wall. to the Basically, just fucking putting your two fingers up to the audience. Everyone's yeah. just like... So I think that was... Just, honestly, it was such a good call yesterday. However, Dave, we have some tea which still goes in what I think that Bronte is worse than Harrison. So what's happened, Dave? Well, I think there was uh, some of this released before, but I I think it's so widespread now. We can't not talk about it, but she is on uh, audio recording where she said how she's going to milk. You know, they've found out. I don't think they knew it was Harrison as such, but, you know, someone was dating someone on the outside who was 21 and uh, Bronte's like, oh, my God, that's nine years uh, younger than me. Oh, wait, no, it's eight. I can't do maths. Uh, <laughs> so so she was like, I'm going to milk this and everything. And then she's exchanging all these messages. So she's basically caught red-handed, really, in, in just exchanging messages, saying she's going to play up to the cameras. Everything's going to be an act. And it all just comes into focus, doesn't it? Because that is exactly what we've seen. And... With what we see here with Bronte and Harrison, I, I can't. I, I do think they are in cahoots, but it's almost as if they're doing some improv on stage, and and they don't quite know what the other one is going to do. Because I think Harrison might have caught her off guard a little bit by suddenly going, "Oh, which which version is it?" You know, other people tell me this, you tell me this, and suddenly, like you know, it's Harrison the victim again. So, again, this weird performance that the pair of them are up to. I, I just yesterday I said I found it really boring. And so, to be honest, Bronte did a, a sulking thing and just, oh, I'm not going to the dinner party. I was quite glad about it. And, Chris, I've got a bit of a confession. I actually found Harrison a little bit funny tonight <laughs> just because, <laughs> right? He's just taking the piss out of everyone. He's getting pelters from everyone, and he does not give a fuck. You know what? It sort of reminds me a little bit of you <laughs> <laughs> in some respects, but you just don't care at times. And, yeah, I, I did find some of the things. I mean, we'll get on to Leighton and Melinda later, but just his, his little smirk and stuff, the, the fact that everyone else is so wound up, so tight, you know, and like 
come on. They they were almost insinuating, you know, he's buried where is she where were you on the uh uh day of this so you were the person who saw her last i'm like he's not fucking murdered her (laughs) there's a whole camera crew there (laughs) but um yeah i i just uh, i'm kind of glad i think we're coming to the end now aren't we of the harrison and bronte show um and like you say in terms of the the instagram posts which you know, it's obviously the timing is a thing, isn't it? That that these have been released more more widely, but uh, yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's everything we said it was. It wasn't, and, and you say, and what's happened here? What what sort of plays into Bronte's game even more? Because we've said like she's fucking delusional. They, they, I was saying it when Sam were watching the episode. And I said it's not manipulation if she's fucking in on it because we know she's in on it. She's accepted so much shit that no other person in the right mind would put up with this. Yes, she had a wobble, but the next day it was like, she'd like, she'd just been, a memory had been erased. Dave, men in black had come in and just zapped her, went, yeah, you will like Harrison <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. And everyone, Linda was like, I can't believe it. She ended up speaking up like this is, and she just passed it off, didn't she? As we both discussed a couple of episodes ago, like it was nothing. It was so like derogatory towards Linda. But I'll tell you what, Dave, what's interesting is, she actually says, I don't, basically she goes about saying, I don't want to win it, but I want to come like seventh or something. So she's there at the last, you know, commitment ceremony yeah. sort of thing. And that's exactly what's happened. She's gone seven weeks into this, going into the eighth week. And if she goes, yes, there is another two weeks, but it doesn't matter. Her uh, name is solidified in fucking maths history now, but being with Harrison. And I think, I'm with you because some of this, I mean, most of the other couples we'll talk about, but it's when they're all having a go at him. And like you said, I put the the same thing. It's like, it's not some fucking murder mystery thing, Cluedo, (laughs) wherever you put Bronte's body. It's like, because what really pissed me off, Dave, I'll be honest, what really, really pissed me off was Evelyn. Was because it was like from nowhere, she's like making this faux fucking, and I've written down, I put, this is just Evelyn's fucking thing again for more screen time. She's like, Oh, it's yeah. made me feel so bad about the butt dial thing. And Rupert's there, fucking gormless Rupert. Oh, it's terrible. I, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't like the way he's made you feel. I'm like, this is leading it. I was I was sort of like thinking, well, Evelyn's very good with her words. She cuts Harrison off. But what gets me, Dave, Harrison just doesn't engage anyone. He just sits there quietly, puts his head down. They're asking him, he went, I don't want to talk about it. And nobody questions it. He just goes, yeah. that's it. See ya. <laughs> Fuck you, sits there smirking, just puts his head down and, and nobody, he literally puts a wall of steel up around him. He's like, I don't care what you say. And then when he said, what are you doing here? And he went, I'm having dinner with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and Ollie, this. Ollie's like, is he a friend? Uh, well, he's he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell like Rupert and Evelyn were, were gearing up for a fight. And again, I thought it was masterful shit stirring because he's like, oh, well, you know, I, I said that in confidence to Mel when we were alone for three days and that was supposed to be just for us. You know, like implying that there's fucking more to this story that <laughs> he wants to let on. And he's just like, no, no, as far as I'm concerned, that should be the end of it. I think that was the first moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah all right, I'll, I'll give it you. This is pretty funny. <laughs> 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 because like you say, if, if I felt 
like Evelyn and Rupert were completely genuine. I'd probably be on their side a little bit more, but you know, they're, they're not a genuine couple either. So I think it's just all these people calling each other out for being fake, a, a classic bachelor move. And uh, yeah, that's why I found it funny, I think. Uh, yeah, and I must admit, Dave, I didn't think Bronte was going to come in like what Taylor did a few episodes ago. You know, the big entrance, she loves yeah. all the spotlight. And she didn't, to be fair. We didn't see her after she left. But yeah, the, the, the whole thing with them was just like, Rupert, mate, no. What did you think, Dave? I, I thought he wasn't even funny. But Ollie, thinking he was like Steve Jobs, and then he did The Rock, the famous, like, the, the, the fanny pack, as they called it, a week on bum bags in the UK. But the whole thing with the turtleneck thing and the necklace. And then I, when he was talking later on to camp, he was, like, trying to be funny. And I was like, where have you got your voice from all of a sudden? Because you bottled it every time you were supposed to say something to Harrison or speak up. I don't know. He was trying to be funny. And I was like, I don't get it. Is this, like, an in-joke between you and Tani? Mm. I, I didn't find any of what he was doing that amusing if I'm being honest maybe I'm just being miserable Dave but I think there's a bit of that (laughs) (laughs) how dare he try and crack a joke (laughs) sit there and think about what you've done so (laughs) so we haven't seen that from him before and you know he's tended to just say these dry little comments to the camera you know outside of the dinner party and stuff hasn't he so maybe it's just taken him a while you know he is one of the younger people there. Maybe he's just not really felt like he's got a voice there, but now he sort of realizes, well, all these other couples are fucking shit. (laughs) Maybe he can come out of his shell a little bit more. Yeah, maybe. We're giving him a hard time, Dave. Maybe they're just so cynical watching this now. I uh, I think out of all the people uh, to be cynical about, (laughs) I don't think them two are, are the ones to go. No, to be fair, they're very, very loved up, Dave. And I, and I know we saw the experts and some of the dialogue oh, again. I'm fucking bollocks again. It was just like, oh my God, what's happened? Where's Bronte? Nobody fucking cares. I know that you've only seen him at the dinner parties and the commitment ceremonies, but by God, at least make it look real, like you really care. Because it's just, they, even they're in on their fucking acts. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you know what annoyed me, though? It's like John was saying, oh, look, the group are really holding Harrison to account. It's like, that's, that's your fucking job. <laughs> fucking, why, why don't you do that? You know, they, all right, they've called out other people, but again, they, they've not really called out Harrison and Bronte for their utter bullshit. So, yeah, I don't know what it was when John said that. I was just, like, fucking wound up because, like I say, that, that should be their job. So yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say, you know, it, it could be a match of the day job, Chris, and they could have just fucking done it without yeah. the experts. I, what do the experts actually offer there? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing and the only, at all. And we said it on the last commitment ceremony in the dinner day, the dinner party was – they clearly saw Harrison at his very fucking worst. And John skated around everything, didn't he? And just sort of, yeah. he asked him provocative questions, but didn't tackle him. But yet other couples, he's gone directly at source and called them mm. out. And that's that's what I found so fucking ridiculous. And they were still saying it again tonight, like, oh, it's deflecting again, deflecting. He's, he's doing it again. He's manipulating. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you won't fucking say it to him when you get him fucking on the, the, the couch or anything. I mean, I know... The VT shows that there's a bit of drama, Dave, and Bronte obviously does come back. But yeah, it's just like, I, I think, 
I think this was probably, and I'm not, I'm not going to turn on this show like I do with Lou Island as much. But I thought this episode was very formulaic, where you could clearly see where they were pushed in the direction of doing things. Does that make sense? Mm, there was yeah, things happening yeah. that felt very, very familiar, and like, yeah, I've seen this. I know they do that, and they hide it very well for me on maths. It's very. I think the reactions are very organic. You know what mm. I mean? I do, I do. I believe a lot of the reactions other than Bronte and Harrison, but of, of all the <laughs> others, I believe there is a reaction there. With this tonight, it was just not off, but it just didn't feel that have the same energy as what we had, I think, over the last few weeks. I think this might possibly coincide with us finishing fucking Love Island, to be honest, <laughs> and just breathing that almighty sigh of relief. But... I, I don't know. I thought it was a good episode. I, I thought it was still solid. Uh, it just probably wasn't quite at the heights of some of the episodes we've seen before. But I think the commitment ceremony is going to be pretty explosive. I, I, I think there's going to be plenty stuff to come out there. But Chris, what do you? Well, I think I know the answer. But what do you reckon to basically? Cam only ever seems to find a fucking voice, like at a dinner party or a commitment ceremony. Like, it just can't disclose this major stuff. You know, it's basically like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be away for, for two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. I'll move to Darwin. Yeah, yeah, well, it's probably more like a year. <laughs> I know. It's just like... <laughs> I'd said it for a long time. He's a bellend. He's a complete fucking bellend. He doesn't want her at all. His dialogue, I mean, I've, I've written a comment, it's probably not everything, but his fucking hair, Dave, that is <laughs> terrible. Fucking, I, I put it in fucking white snake of us with the fucking hair back the, the fucking 80s. wonder stuff? I, <laughs> yeah. I think it's more like that. It's the, the it's, 90s or late 80s, early 90s shaved under oh, it's uh, ridiculous. situation, isn't it? <laughs> it's a terrible fucking barnet, that, Dave. I'm sorry. It is. I know, you know we're a bit older now on that, but fucking hell. And I... And I it, his dialogue is terrible. He speaks down about to Lyndall, doesn't he? Like you said, everything. And, he, and it's when he, he said, well, I've, I've not told her the truth. Oh, because that's really going to help when you go to a dinner party and you're going to re- obviously reveal <laughs> this. You know, could be six months to a year. I've got no phone service. It could be 900 miles away from it. So basically what you're saying is, don't speak to me ever again. And Lyndall's yeah. just sat there. I, if I was Lyndall, she should have just got up and gone, it's finished, isn't it? Because he's putting every barrier. And then, the fucking experts going, oh, everything's just his way all the time. No, <laughs> he's a fucking blagger. And we saw with Taylor, he didn't want to fucking hug Lyndall, but Taylor, who apparently doesn't even know, runs off with one of her fake yeah. fucking tantrums. And he's like, oh, come here. Let's have a fucking 10 second hug. I'll fucking console you. He's a liar, Dave, in my eyes. He's a blagger. And he doesn't like Lyndall. And and when Sam was watching, Sam said to me, she said, she thinks it's from the minute he said, she, uh, she told him she has cystic fibrosis. And I don't think he can get past her illness. Thinking, you know, potentially maybe he's protecting himself. I don't know. But emotionally, he is just way off. And mm. they, Alessandra even said, he said he was coming in here to break free of the fact that he's always isolated. He wants to find love. And then when he said, I would do it if I was in love. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that was so bad, it. wasn't it? What? I mean, sorry, I know I've waffled on a bit there, but what did you think of that whole thing? I think that was the, 
whatever the opposite of a, the money shot was, you know, the, the the terrible moment, the mic drop moment when he said, you know, I, I would give up this lifestyle for the right person, the person I'm in love with, you know. I, I was just like, oh, you fucking bastard. You know, just I think the thing that winds me up, if he doesn't like her that much, you know, it, just have some sort of dialogue. But yeah. actually, this is where Ollie, I think, did call it out for once. Not just have a crafty word with the uh, the VT there. And he said, it, it seems like you guys don't dis- discuss major things until you get on the couch. Yeah. And he's right. I, I mean, for whatever reason, I mean... Uh, so we know about Lyndall. So she's been holding back from relationships because she doesn't want to get invested. She didn't, you know, she didn't think she had that long to live. Um, he hasn't because I don't know. He's a muppet, uh, you know. So ba- maybe they're both just not really that experienced with having these sort of talks. But they're pretty fucking important things, aren't they? And it just seems like he's just putting up these blockers in the way. You know, making up this shit. Chris, he's a fucking carpenter, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, same as Harrison. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris, I cannot think of another place on the planet where a carpenter could get another job other than being isolated in the middle of the bush. <laughs> you get a job fucking anywhere. It's ridiculous, <laughs> it's not isn't it? A, it's not a fucking uh, such a specialized job that you got to go to the fucking North Pole for it. So <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And he's just making up excuses. Grow a fucking backbone. Have the conversation. He's just trying to remain the nice guy, but he just comes across like a dick who can't face up to it. Yeah, and and the, the question I had, exactly what you were saying is, one, why go on a reality TV show? If you're that isolated, how have you found out about the fucking show anyway? If you've, if you've never heard of maths, there's obviously bullshit there. He wants to be famous. Everything about him is fake. He's carried it on. And like you say, he, he he's trying to sort of... like He doesn't speak to Lyndall direct, does he? Because if he feels like this, and I would say Lyndall should get up, why don't he just say no? The last yeah. fucking commitment ceremony, they were both like they were fucking Love's Young Dream again, and we were both like, "There, this is not the end of this. They were like, oh, yeah. yeah. Stay, stay great. Oh, having a great time. So you sort of thinking, well, are these two just stringing us all along? I think they are. I think maybe they've had that discussion. We're calling other ones out because they're so obvious, but maybe it's that because Lyndall sits there and doesn't say anything. You can clearly see she's upset, and it's like, have some respect. You go or Cam actually have a conscience because what you've got to think of, Dave, potentially they might have four to five weeks a year together. And you think yeah. Cam's fucking mum, who is an absolute pain in the ass, he's got to allow that. And she's not seen his son for fucking 11 months. Not a chance, Dave. <laughs> not a chance. So she's going to be fucking right in the middle of that fucking double bed, Dave, fucking cuddling his son, going, no, I've not seen him. Get out. Get out, Linda. That went down a sinister route there, Dave. What I meant. Boy, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but but do you know what I mean? Like his mum was demanding. <laughs> it's a bad one, that right? Go on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, he wants to to paint a picture where Lyndall makes the decision, where she goes, "Yeah, this isn't going to work, is it?" And and 
she just seems a, a little bit broken with it all. She she's trying to process it. Whereas again, maybe if she'd had a few other relationships that had fallen by the wayside, she'd have already called it at this point. She'd recognize the signs that it's like, look, you're just putting up all these barriers. You're clearly not fucking into this. So, yeah. you know, let's call it a day. I say that like they're all in for the right reasons, of course, Chris. We know a lot of them aren't. But, you know, I I, I am more believing of kind of Lindell's backstory, you know, and, and the fact that she is in here to find someone. Maybe that's just me being naive. But, um, yeah, he'll be, yeah, chasing down Taylor, I imagine, or or someone else, or just probably enjoying. Mind you, if he's in the middle of the fucking bush, no text messages, no nothing, you know, he's not going to be able to take advantage of the fame, is he? No, no, he's not. And and I, (laughs) I think as well, though, Dave, like, we're getting to the end now. They've all gone in. And, and it's clear that we're not going to have, other than Tani and Ollie, we're not going to have any sustainable relationships, are we really? No. <laughs> all, the others, all the others have got problems that are not going to last after the show. I'd be amazed. I mean, we talk about like one of the, the, the end of the episodes, Melinda and Leighton, and obviously oh. we talked about Harrison saying, well, we had a chat and there was things said there that we said we'd never bring to the table and fucking Leighton's head moved like the fucking exorcist. (laughs) And he just fucking flipped in it. I've got to say, there's something off there. Again, I'm telling you, Melinda was laughing with Harrison. He stuck up for her. Harrison knew what he was doing. He knew that he'd pushed Leighton's button by sticking up for (laughs) Melinda. She's buying into him, Dave. I'm telling you, I, I, I said there was something from the start. And like you said, I think you're right as well that she's been out with guys like Harrison. And maybe that's why she's just basically putting all her guards up. But this last couple of days and the three-day thing, because then John, fucking John's going, these guys are not getting it. Lane's not getting it. It wasn't a partner swap. No, because you put people in the same fucking apartment. Literally, yeah. you could have stayed these in the same tiny bed. little apartments. Yeah. But, but then, <laughs> if they're not in there for that, this is part of the experiment. I'm like, oh, fuck off. You know what I mean? It's just bollocks. I think the way Leighton reacted, though, it's like he thought it was a massive fucking sex wife swap or something. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. That's what <laughs> He's mean. going nuts, wasn't he? And again, I, I feel ashamed to say it, but when Harrison's like, oh, just throw the keys in the bowl, and fucking Leighton, like you say, he's, what, what? <laughs> he's just that's winding like him up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just thought, I am here for this. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I think uh, Leighton and Mel, they, they just don't listen to each other. I, I think they've both got half a point, but they're only saying things about themselves and how they feel. They're not actually listening to the other person. So I, I think we were on opposite sides yesterday. I, I think I was more empathizing yesterday with, with Leighton, but now I'm like, I'm more in the middle. I'm just like... You know, the pair of you don't actually fucking listen to each other. So, you know, you need to... There's something about their personalities where they're just going to constantly butt heads. Yeah, And I think, uh, you know, Melinda, she seems a good one at, like, rewriting history as well. You know, like, oh, well, I was trying to tell you, but you were just barging out. It's like, no, we actually saw it. We saw it happen. It was not how you've just described it then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think... It hadn't occurred to me 
quite how much Leighton thought it was a sex party. <laughs> it's like, I am not going off and, you know, sleeping with another one, another person's wife. It's like, no, mate, that's, that's not what the challenge is. <laughs> no, no. But, but the, that's what I'm saying. The naivety of fucking John thinking that we, we, nobody's going to think that there's someone going, you know, like you're not, it crossed my mind. I'm thinking you're putting... Melinda and Harrison together who hate each other, allegedly. You know, and even relate what she, she said half an hour before you knocked on the door that she hated you, the most hated person in the world. And I'm like, this is this is off for me, Dave. So yeah, I think he just with Leighton, unfortunately, I think he had a point. He was trying to be respectful to Melinda, but he just talked himself out of any mm. ground that he had for me. So yeah, what what strange things. And then we get the video for fucking Sunday and Evelyn's got something to say to Harry. And Harris is like, oh, go on then. But it's supposed <laughs> to be, apparently it's shocking, Dave. I hope it's not another one of them classics where it goes nowhere. Yeah, well, I don't know. I can think of things that are pretty shocking. <laughs> she might call him. Um, but yeah, let's see. Let's see. I, I'm not quite... I think because of the Harrison and Bronte pantomime this week, I'm not quite chomping at the bit for the next episode. I do want to watch it. Of course I do. Yeah. Still very invested. But you think to previous weeks and you, you get to Wednesday night and you're like, oh, shit, got to wait all these days. You know, got to wait till Sunday. I'm wishing the whole week and the whole weekend away. I don't quite feel that with this one. We'll see. Well, we've got this is the last one in it as well. So hopefully, we do get. They've got to go because that was the question to Harrison. Are you going? Yeah, I'm going. And I'm like, and I was like, fuck off, you's are going. Bronte's going to come up with some excuse to stay. If they stayed out, they've just got to kick them off. <laughs> well, there's still quite a few episodes to go, though, isn't there? They've yeah, got yeah. The, the last weeks. commitment ceremony. They've got, you know, the final vows and everything where they decide whether they're going to stay or leave. And then we've got the, the reunion, Chris. That'll be the best. That's <laughs> usually be the best. where it all kicks off and they're, they're all having a go at each other. So I think that's uh, it, there's still plenty of mileage in this one. Definitely, definitely. If you want to email us, guys, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast over on Facebook, come and join us. Plenty of people joining there, so thank you for your support, guys. We really appreciate some great new uh, faces over there and loads of good chat about all the stuff we love and hate about reality TV. Um, if you do want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So I can say, Dave, with confidence, this is... The last roll call of honor for this week, my friends. So, oh. <laughs> and that's—I mean, we're not being disrespectful to everyone because we know you love love listening to us and everything. But we just—we like the break for a couple of days, guys, and we'll be fully charged back on Sunday. So uh, let, let's do it. So anyway, big thanks to Larissa, Helen, Alex, Macy, Nicholas, Maeve, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen. Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Look at the Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, amazing stuff. And thank you for all your support again with all the shows that me and Dave are covering. That is fantastic. And I might even have a cheeky, 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 <laughs> cheeky midweek drink uh, <laughs> just to celebrate just having a few days off. <laughs> so it's not because Liverpool are playing against Real Madrid. Uh, anyway. I don't want to talk about that. But uh, <laughs> thank you very much for that. you see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.